There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, July 30, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new. Happy Friday, last day, is it day? Or tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day of July. What? We're in the August. We're going to August, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? How was your week? Sorry, I didn't release on Tuesday. Tuesday was a very busy day for me. So let me tell you all about it, okay? Let me tell you why I didn't record for you, okay? Uh, what I did was I cashed out my scholars, my Axie Infinity scholars. I told you I wasn't going to talk about Axie Infinity anymore, but here we are, right? Now, uh, just keeping it short. I, uh, I had to cash out because every two weeks you can cash out your, your in-game token for cash or whatever, right? So all of my scholars, all their cash out dates were within uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I was really preoccupied with that. I didn't want to make sure. I just want to make sure none of my shit ended up in cyberspace, huh? like cyberspace, like a black hole in cyberspace because it can happen. Like if you transfer something, if you transfer any sort of, you know, crypto coin, but you put in the wrong crypto address just to make it simple it will disappear it's gone you cannot get it back there's no there's no one to say like hey uh i transferred to the wrong account can you can you you know reimburse me no so i was busy doing that uh especially when there were some issues along the line but we got it done man i'm not gonna tell you how much i made but it's nice <laughs> uh, other than that let's talk about other stuff uh let's talk about well russell westbrook is now Part of the Lakers, holy shit! Russell Westbrook, man, part of the Los Angeles Lakers, ladies and gentlemen. Russell Westbrook's one of my Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is one of my favorite players right now, uh, probably in of all time too. Like I really love Russell Westbrook. He has a a drive and a passion that I just adore. I couldn't support him for the first half of his career. I loved him as a player, but I couldn't support the team that he was on. Because he was part of the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the Oklahoma City Thunder used to be the Seattle Supersonics. Uh, in some way, you, you kind of have to just look at the history of that. But it makes sense, all right? So Seattle Supersonics, they got bought out or whatever. Uh, they moved to Oklahoma City, whatever, right? Blah, blah, blah. Kevin Durant was on the Sonics, so he played for OKC as well. So Russell Westbrook was on the Thunder. And I used to went, I went to high school in Washington State, which is where Seattle is, right? So just by, you know, just by association, I could not, in good conscience, support the Oklahoma City Thunder. But I've always been a fan of Westbrook. I followed his career when he went to Houston, uh, and then I went to the Wizards for for a year, pretty much. He did, you know, I I think he, I don't think he underperformed, but he was still pretty good. So now he's with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Their only real issue now, as a Lakers, uh, you know, for the Lakers roster. Is they don't really have much of a of a shooter shooter bench like a bench with that can shoot well, and injuries. That's that's the biggest thing. Anthony Davis. Something about Anthony Davis, man. That that man is so good at the game, 
But every time he goes up for anything, a layup, a block, a dunk, every time he lands, my knees start buckling. My own knees start buckling because I just see him. And I don't know, his legs are... I mean, he's got way stronger legs than me, right? I know that because he's a pro athlete. But something about him, he just looks like he cannot hold his own weight. It's so weird. Does anyone feel me on that? Any any uh, basketball, Lakers, NBA fans in general? There are certain players where when they go up, you get nervous because they've been so injury prone. Derrick Rose is another one, although he's been relatively healthy for the last uh, few seasons, I think. But yeah, Anthony Davis. So Anthony Davis has to, uh, Russell Westbrook also gets hurt a lot as well, even though he's he's built like a tank for his size. He's so explosive that he he gets injured a lot because of his explosiveness. So I guess it's counter to LeBron James, another guy who does not. Well, for me, lately he's been getting injured. Like the last two or three seasons, he's had long term injuries. But before that, he was kind of an Iron Man. But he's older now, right? How old is LeBron James? Alexa, how old is LeBron James? Let me ask her. I'm guessing he's forty something, almost. Must be thirty nine. Let me see. He's 36. <laughs> what am I saying? What the fuck? Did I really think LeBron James is 40 years old? No, he's 36. But that's not, that's no spring chicken. Why is that term, uh, used anyway? Spring chicken mean spring chicken origin. Let's find out. You know when they say that, right? Have you guys ever heard of that? He's no spring chicken, meaning he's not young anymore. The origin of the phrase, according to Google, comes from its literal meaning. In the early 1700s, farmers found that chickens born in the spring brought better pieces than old ones. Oh, there we go. You learned something new. So spring chicken uh, is one that is, well, better than an old one. <laughs> so yeah, LeBron James is no spring chicken. He's just a regular andox fried chicken. And he is uh, not of the the young variety anymore, right? So he has a potential to get hurt. But if they make it to the playoffs and they're all healthy, they make it through. I I am pretty sure that they can make it minimum to the Western Conference Finals. Right? It's going to be rough with, with Brooklyn uh, there. Will they win it all? If if Kyrie, Harden, and uh, Durant are healthy, that's another see, That's another guy. See, Kyrie Irving, he's another guy who gets hurt every season. But if they're all healthy, that would be a crazy matchup. Steph Curry, you know, Clay Thompson is coming back too. That that would be that's still gonna be fun. I don't know who else is on the Warriors roster. I mean Draymond Green, of course. Who are their bigs? Anyway, I digress. Have you guys been watching the Olympics? I haven't. <laughs> I kinda did for the first few days. I watched uh, using my NordVPN. I was able to watch right. Uh, I watched uh, basketball. I tried to watch some of the Filipino athletes. So congratulations to us once again, Heidelin Diaz, and I think we have a guaranteed medal in boxing from Nesty and the the other guy, the guy, the guy boxer. The guy boxer, I forgot his name, but I think he's also a guaranteed medal. So at least we're taking home three medals, which is, is that the most that we've ever done in one Olympics? I'm, I'm going to bet my house on it. I'm going to bet my Axie team on it. Let's see. Philippines at the Olympics. Philippines at the Olympics. I'm pretty sure, right? There's no way we've won more than three medals in one Olympics. So in, bum, ba da dum, bum, bum. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Holy shit, I lied. <laughs> in 1932, <coughs> we won three bronze medals. In 2020, we have one gold, but then I think we have the two guaranteed. So, well, at least I didn't, you know, it's not like we, we won more in any other year. So I didn't really lose my own bet. 
All right, so the Olympics is going on. I, I we talked about it on Hala Hala Show, but I just gotta say, man, Marge, Margeline, how do you say her name? Didal, Didal, Mar, Margeline Didal has the most swagger of any Filipino that I know right now. Name me a Filipino with more swagger. Can't think of one. Like this, 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 this girl's got it all. She's she's a skateboarder. She wears the dopest clothes. She has a great sense of humor. There's this one video. That I saw circulating on Twitter. This was from, I think, the Sea Games or like a few years ago. It wasn't recent. And she was taking selfies with people's phones. And then she would put the phones in her pocket pretending to take it. Like that's, that's just, you know, that's just good old, good old funny stuff, man. I love it. Uh, so, <clears throat> I mean, I heard of her before. I think we even talked about her on Hala Hala Show. Maybe a while back or was it before the Olympics? It might have been before the Sea Games. I'm not really sure. But, I recently only just watched her her skate highlights. She's she's good, man. Like stuff that I wish I could do. It's incredible. Uh, speaking of Olympics, by the way, this is the first time that they're in the Olympics skateboarding. If you didn't know, it's like the first time that they're in there. I watched uh not live, I just watched highlights of the skate competition. Uh Japan one one of the the Japanese skateboarders, I forgot his name, took home gold in one of the events. It was really cool. The the highlights at least. So Yeah. That that's what's going on. I, I haven't really been keeping up super so much with the Olympics. Just really, just been in my own world, my own little. Don't say it, JC. Axie Infinity World. I watched a few movies though because I've been able since the servers have been good on Axie. I've been able to relax a little bit more. I don't have to constantly be wondering if I can play today. And my scholars are all you know on the right track. We're on the right track. What's that song from uh, Princess and the Frog? And I'm almost there. So hopefully, it just tuloy tuloy lang, guys. Just pray that the, to the crypto gods in the sky and in the interwebs that the prices will remain good for at least until the end of the year and Daddy JC will be the best Santa Claus, okay? Uh, I watched Blood Red Sky on Netflix. It's a German slash... I don't know. The movie's half German and half in English. So I don't know if it's a primarily german production but it i'm guessing it is i don't know who the main star is one of the villains in the movie is uh, the guy from prison breaks he dominic Purcell, but he has a he has a minor role i would say the main villain in this one i don't know his name but he was fantastic i think he's another german actor the story is and i kid you not okay it might sound crazy when i talk about it but hear me out uh a woman and her son get on a plane the plane is then hijacked by terrorists and it turns out that this woman is a vampire and she fights back. Yes! Ladies and gentlemen, that is the premise. <laughs> I, I found it surprisingly well done. It wasn't the best movie. Uh, out of 10, JC, what do you say, JC? Out of 10, what, 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 what do you think? I'd say it was like a six and a half, a seven. A little bit too long for my taste, but it was pretty entertaining. I thought the villain was fantastic. The kid in this movie. You know how I told you, I fucking hate kids in movies. He was bleh, he was annoying in the first half of the movie, and then he wasn't so bad in the second half. So I give him a pass on this one. In terms of kids in movies, I give him a pass. The lady, the German woman who played the mom slash vampire, was all right, I think. I, she spent, I would say, 70% of the movie in prosthetics. So her acting as a, you know, in her vampire outfit or whatever was actually really good, in my opinion. And the, there's another guy, side character, I forgot his name, a Middle Eastern guy who, who spoke German, was for me also out of the cast, probably him and the villain, the main villain, 
with the two best characters and I would say actors in this in this film. Dominic Purcell, eh, whatever, man. Could have been replaced with any guy. But it's cool to see him on screen because I was a big fan of Prison Break the first few seasons. Before that shit went crazy. Have I talked about my dislike of the the aftermath of Prison Break? They should have ended it after three seasons. But then they went on this whole kind of uh, like Illuminati kind of not really necessary, not really Illuminati, but there's like a higher power behind every villain. You know, you stop the main villain, then there's turns out there's another fucking villain who works who hired that villain. It's so stupid. It gets so dumb. And then they go back to prison like four times in the show. I I mean, I know I think season four they go back to prison or season three whatever in like Mexico. And then I haven't watched the rest because I was like, this is fucking stupid. But I hear like the later seasons, the the ones that are, I think they're still ongoing, even though Wentworth Miller already quit the show. But they're in prison again. Like, I know the show's called Prison Break, but you have to give that shit a break, man. Come on. <laughs> I don't want to watch a character escape from prison and then go back to prison just to escape. It's so stupid. It was so good. That show was so, 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 so good. The first three seasons, two or three Especially one and two were really good. I don't remember if three is where it went off the rails, but all I know is it was really, really good. Then they brought back the wife, right? Whose head was supposedly in a, in a, didn't we see her fucking head chopped off? I don't know how she survived. I forgot how she survived. See Sarah, the nurse in the prison. I digress. Prison break, man. One of the biggest for me, the biggest letdowns after one of the best ever initial few seasons. Do you guys agree with me? Or are there any fans who continue watching Prison Break? You're, I feel like you're the same people who are continually watching The Walking Dead after they killed off, spoiler, after they killed off, uh, well, they didn't necessarily kill off Rick, but Rick's off the show. Rick, Rick Grimes, bro. The Walking Dead's Rick Grimes. You kill, you, you write him out of the show. Fuck you, writers. And then they killed off Carl. Fuck you, writers. You know, I could do, with the loss of characters that um, were meant to die, obviously, like Abraham died in the comics. If you read, if you've read the comics, um, Tyrone died in the comics. I would have even been okay if they killed off Daryl. I love Daryl. I don't know how he's doing now. I'm sure he's still a fan favorite because Daryl, <clears throat> if you didn't know, was not in the comics, but he got so popular during the first initial season and season or two. That they kept him on board. And and he, I think he ultimately outpaced Rick as the most popular character. I'm guessing. That's why they felt, you know, we can kill off Rick. We still have we still have Daryl. What's his real name again? I forgot his name. He's also the guy in... Uh, have you guys seen Boondock Saints? Great movie. Second one, not so much. Boondock Saints with the guy who plays Daryl. Another, uh, like a guy, another guy. And then William Defoe, who's fantastic in that movie. One of the, I would say... Cult, cult favorites, but still, I still, I still see it as a wildly underrated movie, The Boondock Saints. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, but going back, so Daryl, if they killed off Daryl, I would have been sad, whatever. But at least you still have Rick Grimes, who is the guy. Read the comics; he is the man. Carl Grimes too is a the future. I mean, the comics has en- have ended already, but the reason Rick was doing everything that he was doing in the comics was because he was doing everything to protect Carl. So when they killed off Carl, there was really no more motivation for Rick. And that's why it was, it made sense, at least in terms of the storyline that Rick would be written out or whatever. 
Because because if he was still in the show, what's he? What's his motivation? What's his motivation? No, nothing, nothing. Right. So, yeah, whoever keeps watching Prison Break, I'm guessing you still watch The Walking Dead. Nothing against you. That's just how I. That's why I stopped watching. What else have I watched? What else did you watch? I have started The Good Doctor. I talked about it on Halada Show. I just finished season one. And for the first time in a long time, I cried. I cried at a a scene involving actors. You know, usually Pixar movies are the one that get me. Soul was the last one probably where I teared up. But I'm trying to think of the last live action, live, you know, live acting performance that really made me feel. And the the finale of The Good Doctor Season 1. There's just one scene in particular. You know, I was on like, you know, I was tiptoeing between teary-eyed and being like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then when that one scene, it's literally the last scene of the season. And the act, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone that wants to watch it, but the the main actor says something and it, it really got me, bro. I really, really felt it. So, Good Doctor, highly recommend. I'm starting season two this week, and I'm going to finish this fucking show, okay? And, by the way, think of it as this, this my my disdain for The Walking Dead. Think of it like this. If you're a fan of The Good Doctor, let's say you're already watching that show, it's as if they killed off Sean, who is The Good Doctor in this case. That's kind of like what Walking Dead did. They killed off the main character and then decided to keep running the show with the other doctors who admittedly are very entertaining. I like them. I like their characters. I like their storylines. But there is no more point into the in the uh, in the show because you really are there for Sean. Well, I you know, I know Sean isn't everyone's favorite character. I'm sure people who would watch the good doctor also like the other character, but without Sean, there is no show. That's just how it works. So when you kill off Rick Grimes, I'm still pissed about this. When you kill off Rick Grimes, off the Walking Dead. I know he's not dead, all right? I know he got, you know, taken by the helicopter people. But you take him off the show based off of the comic, and it's a big fuck you to me. The, it, it's like they don't give a shit about the fan base. But I have heard, okay? I have heard that the Walking Dead did wildly improve after that, at least in terms of quality. I don't know about ratings. I haven't really even, like, I used to check the Walking Dead subreddit after every episode. I used to love talking about theories and whatever no gone are those days it's been how many years now how many years since that happened two wow has it really been that long two or three years i stopped watching stop watching man. a lot of people quit when glenn died i didn't because glenn was supposed to die you know that right in the comics glenn played by steven yun was supposed to die he he had a very brutal death in the comics and i love how they did it in the show it was so good except for that they cut it off Right before this. So the season premiere is when you find out Glenn died. Which was so annoying. So, 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 so annoying. They should have done it in the finale and left audiences wondering like, what the fuck are Rick and his friends going to do now? But you guys can't wonder that anymore because Rick is off the show. I'm still mad. Okay. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. What else are we talking about today? I uh, can't think. Oh, um, we'll probably talk more about it on Halo Halo. But we're back to... ECQ. So I always get confused, you know, E G M E C, whatever Q it is. But ECQ is the one where no one can go out, right? That's the one where you're back at home. You don't go into work except for essential personnel. So I don't know if I'm going to be going in again 
to work or if I'm going to be working from home once again like we used to do. But it's we're taking step backs, man. We're taking steps, step backs, steps back. I don't know what the the vaccine rate is. I was hoping that it would, you know, we wouldn't have to revert back to this. But also the Delta variant is here. I'm at a loss for what is for me. What is a, you know, it's it seems like a rational decision, but also it just kind of makes you mad because. There have been so many, I I think, uh, so many different times when we could have uh, cut this pandemic at least down, you know, in terms of numbers of of cases and shit, especially early on how, you know, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. The government was fucking garbage at how they handled the first initial few months of the pandemic. Well, not even the, not even like before December, they were handling it so poorly but I was also on that kind of boat. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna try to make myself. Uh, I don't, I'm not trying to make myself smell good either by saying in December I took it so seriously. I didn't. But I'm not the government, man. I'm a regular guy that doesn't understand the gravity of things. The government, don't they have experts? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they have good people who really said we need to do this. But then when you see, the quotes and everything that, you know, oh, we're still allowing visitors from whatever other countries for, you know, coming from the, the number one guy at the top of the, of the chain, the food chain. It makes you just kind of be like, fuck, man. So we're back to ECQ. I'm glad that I have developed a second source of income. Uh, and I'm hoping that it, it stays because I really, I am. I feel for the people that are once again going to have to go through it. this, I would say for a lot of people, a traumatic experience. The first time ECQ, like the whole, I mean, I, I'm not going to, I'll talk about my experience. I remember what it felt like, but I know it, it pales in comparison to anyone that owns a business, to anyone that is supporting a family, to anyone that maybe has been living, you know, with hope and, and, and maybe has, uh, you know, maybe not as strong of a mental, uh, fortitude as I do. And, and they were maybe just getting back to like, oh, things are getting good, you know, my mental health is good. And then going back to a time when their mental health, because a lot of, a lot of mental health issues took place and are taking place during this pandemic. So they kind of have to go back to that. I I I would hate for anyone to go through that shit again, man. And here we are. So in that sense, it it sucks that we're going back to ECQ. Just from that perspective, in terms of limiting the number of people outside so that the delta doesn't fuck with anyone else, yes, it it makes sense. So I'm on the fence here. I'm torn. I don't think you know, I don't know if do we have the right to be angry? I guess yes in some aspects, especially towards the the people that didn't do right by us. I think we have every right to be angry. But at the concept of it, the you know, the in terms of data and statistics, yeah, I, I, I don't think we should be mad at that. Because it's been proven to men through the numbers that when people are more at home, the less number of people get sick. I mean, it's just common, basic math. 
<sighs> so here we are, Easy. I'll probably have a lot more to say again on 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 Monday uh, for Halahale show, but that's kind of the that's what we're facing right now. Uh, did you watch anything else, JC? Um, I rewatched. You know, I've been on this kind of. You know how I maybe last week I talked about Scott Pilgrim versus the world. So I'm kind of going on a uh, well. I, it's not really a streak, but I plan on doing it. I'm going to go down the list of movies that I've already seen, but I've only seen once. And it's been years since I saw it. So I rewatched for the first time Snakes on a Plane. You guys remember that movie? It's from 2006. So it's 14 years old. I, re- I don't remember. I, I know I didn't watch it in theaters. I think I pirated it in high school somehow. Maybe in like 2008 I watched it, maybe. Or 2007, I'm guessing, because it came out a year Maybe it came out on DVD a year later. Usually that's when the high-quality fake Special Agent John uh, come out. So I rewatched Snakes on a Plane. And... <laughs> okay, what were your thoughts on Snakes on a Plane back then, JC? You know, can you remember that far back, JC? You know, in high school, 13 years ago. Do you remember how you felt watching that movie? I remember it was a meme even at that time. It's still a meme now. The meme of Sam L. Jackson saying... I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. That meme is iconic from that movie. And it was huge in high school. I remember people saying that line and using different variations instead of snakes, you know. I'm sick of these motherfucking math tests on this motherfucking high school. Whatever they would say. So, yeah, that's what I remember from from, re- from watching it the first time. I don't. I I didn't know that Taylor Kitsch was in this movie. Uh, spoiler: He dies like he's like the first one to die, <laughs> so he didn't have a big role at all. But I was surprised. Oh shit! It's Taylor Kitsch. Um, any other big names in this movie? I mean, Keenan Thompson, who's 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 you know my favorite, one of my favorite Nickelodeon actors, right? Keenan Kel. He's also SNL. I think he's the longest running SNL cast member now. He's in it. His role is whatever, right? He's okay. He's all right. Uh, but Sam L. Jackson is really the main guy. The, the guy that they take into witness protection, he reminds me so much of Sam Worthington, but I don't know who he is. I, let me look up Snakes on a Plane. On a Plane. What is his f- name? He looks like Sam Worthington, bro. Nathan Phillips. He's an Australian actor. Oh, isn't Sam Worthington Australian? He is, right? Yeah, Sam Worthington is British Australian. They look the same. They look the same. What else has he been in since Snakes on a Plane? Wolf Creek. Okay, so he, I think he's probably big in Australia. I don't think he made the the jump that Sam Worthington and, and other Australian actors did um, to the more international waters. But yeah, so Nathan Phillips. He looks like Sam Worthington. So other than, than Samuel L. Jackson, there's not really much star power here. Was the movie good? Okay, so, oh wait, have, was I done talking about my initial thoughts? I remember kind of thinking the movie was was whatever. It was, there were some funny parts. It was very campy. I don't even know what campy means, but I, I know what it means, but I don't know why it's why the term campy exists. Uh, I can't really describe you. When, when someone says, JC, what does a campy movie mean? I can't really describe what it means, but I can name you movies that I know are campy. Does that make sense? <laughs> And those movies usually they don't have to be alike. 
there's a lot of camp like like Wes Anderson's movies I feel like they're campy but this movie's also campy so and they're totally different movies you know uh the what's that hotel movie new Wes Anderson I love that movie the Grand Budapest Hotel is totally different from Snakes on a Plane but I still consider both campy so I cannot describe to you what campy means should I google it campy meaning fuck it right campy meaning in film in movies here we go in the style of camp, absurdly exaggerated, artificial, or affected in a usually humorous way. Okay, so there we go. Exaggerated and exaggerated in a humorous way, for the most part. Um, so yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so I guess now I can describe you what campy is. So yeah, Snake is on plane. I remember it being campy. So upon rewatch, so here's the thing. So now here's what you want to know. How was it upon rewatch, JC? 13 years later, JC. Upon rewatch, still very campy. The CGI did not age well, friends. The snakes look like hot basura. You know, no, no offense to the CGI team from Magnum, but there are way better. There's still like Starship Troopers. I, I will always say this. I will always defend Starship Troopers, which came out in what? 1998? Starship Troopers. 1997. The CGI in Starship Troopers for me still holds well today. Not, you know, it, it's obvious it's dated, but it looks great. Snakes on a Plane does not. Another movie that, that, that age well, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. That shit looks great. Snakes on a Plane, not so much. Uh, the humor and whatever in it was, uh, there's some funny scenes. There's some pretty brutal attacks of snakes, you know, biting penises and some creative snake kills, which I thought, which I appreciated. Samuel L. Jackson plays Samuel L. Jackson. There's this weird... I totally forgot it happened the first time I watched it. But there's a weird uh, romantic um, storyline as well that, that develops towards... You know, from the begin- from the middle towards the end of the film. Um, which I don't remember at all. I thought it was totally pointless. Maybe it's because I don't see Samuel L. Jackson as a sexual being. He's like Michael Sarah for me. Which is weird because, you know, he's so opposite. You know, when you think of Michael Sarah, you think of the the skinny, you know, uh, very, very timid guy. When you think of Samuel L. Jackson, you think, I'm Samuel L. Jackson, motherfucker, right? He's known for saying the word motherfucker and known for kicking ass. You know, he was Shaft. He's, he's Nick Fury. But I cannot imagine the man having a sexual relationship with anyone. I don't know why. I, I know he... I, I, I'm not, I, I hope that's not body shame. I don't think, it's just weird. Like, I cannot just imagine. There's certain people that I feel like are not sexual beings. Like Keenan, Keenan Thompson, who's also in this movie. I cannot imagine him having sexual relations with anyone. It's so weird. It's weird. It's not just, you know, because they're different. They're, I don't know how to explain it, right? There's just some people who I cannot imagine having a sex scene in a film. I'm sure Sam Jackson has, because he's been in hundreds of films. He's probably had a sex scene or a romantic scene in a movie. I just probably haven't watched it. But something about Samuel Jackson just is not sexual to me. So having a love story or a love uh, plot at all is weird. That's It's just weird to me. So he was okay, though. Sam Jackson was Sam Jackson. He had some great one-liners. He had some badass moments. But overall, it was, it was once again a very average film for me. I did... I did... I... Feel like I wasted my time rewatching it? No. Would I rewatch it again? Not anytime soon. Maybe in five years, right? Six years from now, I, if it's on TV, I might watch it. But I will. I will definitely ch- 
I will definitely not make the conscious decision to rewatch this movie in the next five years on purpose. But I don't think it's a waste of time. So there we go. Snakes on the plane, ladies and gentlemen, men, men, men. We are at the 30 minute mark. Oh, that's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We made it 30 minutes plus. That's good enough for me. Hopefully it's good enough for you. Nobody messaged me about missing Tuesday's episode, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> I don't feel bad, all right? Uh, but I really do appreciate each and every one of you who listens to this podcast. I know there's not a lot of us, but it, it's not about the numbers. It's about, wait, what's the quote? I just saw a quote. I don't know if it's relevant to this. It's not about the length of life, but the depth of it. Trying to attribute that to our podcast, a little podcast here. It's not really about how many listeners there are. It's about the people who listen and who really take from it. So I appreciate you, each and every one of you. Hello, the show coming out on Monday. If you missed our most recent Lechica, it's up right now. Uh, I'm not looking for any Axie Infinity Scholars at the moment. I've been getting, until now, messages from people who listened to the last few episodes and to Hala Hala as well a few weeks back. Right now, I'm not looking for scholars. I did just onboard two new ones. Uh, so if business looks good in the, you know, like I said, pray for, pray to the crypto gods on my behalf. If by December, if by December things are good, I will definitely have more scholarship positions open. But in case it crashes, I need you guys to support our podcast because that's how I'm going to be eating in case I lose all my money in crypto. Even though I, I don't worry, I didn't put all my money in there. Okay, that's it. Enjoy your weekend, ladies and gentlemen. It's a sunny day for the first time in a, in a long time. So enjoy it, live it up, uh, wear a mask though, and don't get Delta, and we'll we'll deal with ECQ when we get there. Take easy, take it easy, and I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 